Okay, Philippe in New York asks, as far as big brands go, why is it that they seem to do well irregardless of relevance, content, or links? Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. I'm starting to drink already. <laughs> I started drinking already because I've been prepping this show for about four hours. So what is this? Cheers. Oh, you're drinking Chianti? I'm drinking Shiraz because <laughs> I went to Trader Joe's and I got three buck chuck. I got like, I don't know, nine bottles of it. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, if you listen to this show, you're listening to one of three ways. One, through my website, markscalia.com, and check more of that site out because my calendar is up and there's videos and pictures and follow me on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. The second way you can listen, if you'd like to be more participant, you'd like to be one of our on-air live chatters, you can click that box that you're listening to and it will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can be part of the live chat. And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live because that's how we broadcast we broadcast live on wednesdays and if you can't listen live the show is slightly edited for time and then it is uploaded to itunes and then you can listen to it whenever you choose and kim what are you drinking i've got a bottle of from pamplemousse yes pamplemousse is a very good place oh i've got some big news i have to share but as we do all the time. Let's bring you up to speed what's been going on with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past it. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. We were on last week, and we had no guests, but we had a ton of fun. Oh, my wife just joined in. Oh, because I didn't think she was going to, because that's some of the big news. And I don't know how much I can say, but I'll wait and see if Karen can actually say it. Karen has uh, has had a little bit of a success. She's been going to more auditions, and she's been doing things. She's got a call back. She's going to go in, and some business-wise, things are really happening. But I'll tell you what. Before I get into that, let's deal with the serious stuff. Today, London was attacked uh, by a terrorist. Now, apparently, the guy was driving, and he ran through a bunch of people, uh, some high school students, apparently, and uh, he killed like two people or something like that. He injured like 20, and then he drove into, I guess, into a wall, and then he came out and he stabbed a police officer, and it's, uh, you know, it's the Brits. They're really, you know, they're even keeled about it. They don't flip out. I don't understand. You know, they just don't, they're like, ah! you know, they were like, the reporter was attacked, and we, will, Britain, will not burn to terrorism, and I'm like... Even when they sound 
pissed off. They sound really cool. But uh, we're thinking about you guys on the other side of the pond. And uh, it's unfortunate that these things, you know, there's a bunch of people who don't like that I can do this, that you can do your thing, that we spend money, that we use resources. And, you know, it's unfortunate that the world is not one big kumbaya. And I don't know if it will be, but, you know, just I don't care. You don't have to love everybody. Just stop trying to kill each other. What is this? That was, oh, I can't say the F word. That was terrifying. I've literally walked through all those places that were attacked today. The Westminster Bridge, Parliament, the whole area. Yeah, it is very sad because, you know, it's like being like Paris. And it's a year ago that Belgium, was it Belgium, was attacked today, which is, you know, insane. A year since the German thing or the Belgian thing, which it's just, you know, it's it's sad. You know, and another thing that's sad, a friend of mine from high school, and I had just seen him last month for my brother-in-law's birthday party. A friend of mine, Paul Lanzi, plumber, has his own business, has a wife, four kids. I believe he had a heart attack and uh, he died. And it's just, it's really upsetting because he was, he's my age. And it's just, it's just so insane that from out of nowhere, you can have a heart attack. From out of nowhere, you could do everything right and boom, just taken. Taken out of the game like nothing. So, but I found out about it through the Facebook uh, board because my high school has a board, a group, and uh, they sent it out, and then they put the thing. And the wake is actually Friday, and I I, I want to go, but I'm very apprehensive about going to see. I mean, I think it's really going to screw me up, and I hate to be selfish because. You know, I mean, more than likely, I'll probably go. I mean, but it's just terrible to see somebody that you know that's your age. So thank you. Thank you, Kim. You know, and I just saw him, and he's like the happiest dude in the world. Like, you look at this guy. Every time you see him, he's smiling. Like, I'm a miserable guy. I can be miserable. People who really experience me know me that I can be pretty miserable a lot of the times. But for 90% of the population who I bump into, I'm always light and easygoing. And, you know, it's unfortunate for the people who are really, you know, condensed into my life. They see the, they see that. But this guy, I mean, I'm sure he was, you know, he's a human being. But it's just, it's terrible. I mean, and you figure he's got four kids and he has a business. And, you know, how do you leave? I mean, I you know, you know, he probably had, he had life insurance. There's no doubt. But it's just terrible to leave four kids and your wife. And Karen and I had this discussion the other day. It's like, what happens when I go? What happens if you go? And I'm like, well, it's just bad. You know, 47, 48, having a heart attack. Boom. So my thoughts go out to his family, and I'll probably end up seeing them. And it's going to be terrible to see his four kids. Oh, my God. That's why I don't want to go. I mean, and everything was going good. Like, last night, I, I like I watched a bunch of TV shows. I watched Supergirl. I watched The Flash. And they had a crossover. They've been doing a lot of crossovers. But I watched the crossover last night. It was called Duets. It was a musical. And it was actually, a, I thought it was fun. And a lot of people on Facebook are like, what is this? The Flash doing a musical? That's stupid. And I'm like, what? And I didn't know this. The guy who plays the Flash was actually in Glee. And the the bad guy, he kind of hypnotized uh, Supergirl on Monday night. And then he hypnotized the Flash on Tuesday night, and then they finished the episode. But I didn't realize that he's a singer, and they were all really good. 
the guy Joe West, he was actually in Rent, the movie, so I know he can sing. And I didn't know half the everybody else could sing, which was really cool. And especially the girl who plays Supergirl, she was singing too. And I just thought it was like, you know, I tune in to watch these superheroes and they do a musical. And like, I don't dig musicals per se, but this was really interesting to watch. More good news. They found Tom Brady's jersey. (laughs) Boom, shakalaka. They found it. They found it in Mexico, of all places. And I watched the footage of it because Fox had 100 million cameras because it was, you know, Super Bowl. And they put all this footage together to try to figure out what was going on. They pieced it together. Turns out he worked for a news organization in Mexico. What was that? I guess they'll build a wall now. <laughs> now they can build a wall. We got our we got a jersey back. But he was like he was wearing a tag and he walked in and he just walked into the locker room. And he was hanging out and he's like this guy and taking selfies with people. And then he just took the shirt and I guess he stuffed it in his own bag, walked out, and they you know, and they caught him. Not only did they catch him now here's the whole story. The FBI was investigating. They recovered two jerseys that Tom Brady had. And the guy involved, who his name is Martin uh, Morshinio Ortega, he's a fake reporter. He delivers fake news <laughs> with Kellyanne Conroy. And by the way, I sent him a microwave and I Skyped Kellyanne. Not only that, they found a Broncos helmet believing to uh, belong to Vaughn Miller from Super Bowl 50. And they're trying to authenticate to see if it's the real helmet. But this guy was stealing stuff for a little bit. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was Tom Brame's dirty. <laughs> it's like he just stole this stuff. Oh, man. Oh, my sister just popped on. Hi, fellas. Hey, Phil, do you remember a couple weeks ago at Rick's party? And I walked over and saw some friends from high school. That's my friend. This is the one who had a heart attack and died. So welcome. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Stupid. And speaking of more people, and it's how, it's unbelievable. Chuck Berry died. Can you believe it? It's not like you didn't know it was coming. I mean, you know, he's 90. He was 90 years old. There we go. Little Chuck Berry. Little Chuck Berry. He was 90 years old. Yeah, he was 90 years old. And, you know, and now, of course, he's the most downloaded person. And I actually love Chuck Berry. But the problem with Chuck Berry's songs is, listen, this, this is Rollover Beethoven. Okay. Okay. And this is Johnny B. Good. <laughs> I they're kind of the same song. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of the same song. Oh hold on. Chuck! Chuck! It's Marvin! Your cousin, Marvin Barry! You know that new sound you're looking for? Well listen to this! <laughs> now, I gotta tell you this. You know, yeah, you never noticed that before. They all sound the same. But here's the thing: that Back to the Future thing, when he goes, "Listen to this," it's your cousin Marvin Barry. When they sing Earth Angel, do you know who sings Earth Angel? Marvin Barry and the Starlighters. That's the name of the group. And I try to look at it and try to find if Marvin Barry was related to Chuck Berry. <laughs> Yes. And I did. I don't know if it's real. I don't know. But it's funny. It's just funny that, you know, all that stuff was going on. So 
Chuck Berry's gone. And another shock, too. Chuck Barris from the Gong Show. Now, here's the thing. I absolutely loved the Gong Show when I was a kid. Loved it. As a matter of fact, I still say that America's Got Talent is the Gong Show of the new generation. And that's what it is. Like, you can X people out and then, you know. But it was Gong with J.P. Morgan and uh, uh, Jamie Farr. I didn't know this. David Letterman was on the panel. Steve Martin was on the panel. Because all I did today is do research in show prep for the Gong Show. There were so many people on the Gong Show. Of course, it was Chuck Berry. Here's the thing about Chuck. When you watch that show, now we watch it as adults. When I watched it as a kid, I just thought it was funny. But when you watch it as adults, it literally was like a bunch of people just hanging out, having like a jam session. It was like a local cable show that nobody cared about. Like nobody give a shit at all. It was just, I, you know the guests, you know the celebrity panels were drinking or high or both. And Chuck Berry, he, it started out different. They all wear tuxedos. I don't know if you know, like Google Gong Show and watch any of the videos. They wore tuxedos, like full-blown going to the Emmys tuxedos. And then it got a little really let go. Like people, And Chuck Berry started walking around with jeans and a T-shirt, and he had all these costumes, like hats and jackets. He would just wear all these different costumes. It was the funniest thing, man. It truly was. And I miss that type of not giving a shit. I miss that in today's society, especially with television. You can't do anything without everybody breathing down your neck. But it was such a good show. And Chuck Barris was 87 years old. Oh, J.P. Morgan and Brett Summons have the same agent. Yes. <laughs> Who are those people? Here's the thing about J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan was a singer. And she had never posed nude. She had never done any scenes in movies with nudes. She was just a singer. But one night when, and I'm going to tease this out a little bit, when Gene Gene, the dancing machine, not J-A-Y-P-E, <laughs> no, J.P. Morgan. You're thinking of J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan, the way you spelled it, is the investment company. <laughs> yes. It's... Gene, Gene, the dancing machine. Yes, Gene, Gene, the dancing machine. He was dancing one night on the show, and he came in, and then people would, like, all these hats and stuff were being thrown at him when he was dancing. J.P. Morgan took her top off. It's on It's on YouTube. It's, it's hysterical. But, yeah, she took her top off, and it's like, what? You know she was drinking. Or something. I mean, this was late seventies, so there was some, there was some heroin going around, <laughs> or there was some cocaine, cocaine, as as Dewey Cox would say. So, the Gong Show. Here's some of the other bits that were not only Gene Gene the Dancing Machine, Gene Gene the Dancing Machine. His name was Gene Patton, and I played it uh, some of the bumper music. The music you listen to. It's jumping at the woodside, which is a, uh, I forget, it's one of the old songs from 1938. And they played a lot, and I think I played it, uh, I played uh, Count Basie. 
You know, I hear this music and I think, I go, I'm going to go to the dime store with my favorite gal. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to get some candy, maybe even a, a cheap bottle of salsa. And her and I are going to sit in the back of my O2 DeSoto and we're going to have a good time. Some sarsaparilla, maybe. Maybe we'll even get to second base. <laughs> That's the Shiraz talking. But totally dig it. All right, let's move on because it's going to get weird. So not only was Gene Gene the dance machine, and Chuck Barris always acted surprised when Gene Gene was coming out. He's like, no, it's Gene Gene. And he would do his dance. And when they got really powerful with this part, they'd cut back to him and he'd be dancing. So there was Gene Gene the Dance Machine, which uh, now here's the thing: his legs were amputated in the early 2000s because he had he had diabetes, which is so sad. And then he only died a couple years ago. He died in 2015. There was Larry and his magic instrument. Do you remember Larry? Larry and his magic. And he would say he was basically a musician who was terrible, and he would come on and he had a bunch of different appearances. He was one of the regular acts, and he had different instruments. Is when he would do this call and response thing with the audience, he would say, "Okay, I'm gonna play my like trombone, for instance." He goes, "I'm gonna play my trombone," and the audience would shout back, "What you gonna do?" And then he would say, "I'm gonna play my trombone," and then they would do it like two or three times. So what would happen is uh, the the time would run out, the instrument would fail, or Chuck Berry would just interrupt him, and that was the gag. That was the gag. It was a reoccurring bit. Like, you can't do that anymore in a variety show. You just, you can't. You can't do an ongoing bit. The closest I've seen happen is Family Guy when the cutaways or they have the fight with a chicken or they have a reoccurring gag. That's it. But I love, I love reoccurring gags. I just absolutely love it. And, of course, the biggest reoccurring gag was the unknown comic. Now, for you young people who are listening, the unknown comic, his real name was Murray Langston. He used to be on Sonny and Cher. That's where he kind of got his start. He was a stand-up comic who told intentionally corny jokes while wearing, get this, a paper bag over his head with the eye holes cut out and a mouth cut out. <laughs> and this is brilliant. One of the funniest thing, he goes, this is an impression of my dad. And he turned around and he took a wrinkled bag and he put it on his head. He had another gag where he had somebody in the audience was sneezing and he took Kleenex out of the top of his head. I don't know if you've ever seen the gag. He does a ventriloquist act. He puts a small like sandwich bag in his hand and he does like a puppet, like a ventriloquist. It was, it was so funny. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's just like, you know, I'm going to do it. And nobody's going to tell me I can't do it. And that's what the gong show was. The gong show was people who had some talent and people who had absolutely no talent, and they did it. No, and you're right. People wouldn't appreciate it because they had no idea. They'd be like, this is stupid. I don't want to watch this. It's been on for more than 30 seconds. I hate it. And the thing was, you had like three minutes. Like, I don't know how much time you get on America's Got Talent. I think you have a minute. But on the gong show, you had like three minutes and some of the people they got gonged you know and then they'd say why'd you get gonged they go i felt like it and that was it 
But the unknown comic, he was actually a reoccurring guest, and then he eventually became one of the panel. I got to tell you that I was talking to my wife today, and I said, "There's some really funny, funny, funny stuff." Oh, they had ninety. You have ninety seconds on which? Ninety seconds on America's Got Talent, or ninety seconds on the Gong Show? Here, let me know. I was telling my wife, "This is." I started laughing out loud. I went downstairs and I told him, this is one of the unknown comics joke. <laughs> He's got like this high-pitched kind of voice. He's like, ah, hey, hey, let me tell you about this. <laughs> this is one of his jokes. Have you ever made love to your wife in the shower? And the guy goes, no. He goes, well, you should. She loves it. so stupid but it's so funny <laughs> oh but we, we i'd love to bring that show back i'd love to but you can't you actually he tried he tried to bring it back and it just it wasn't the same and because you know it was the early 80s and everybody was clamping down you couldn't do this you couldn't do that and you know, but they had like themes night. Like if they open up the curtain, they'd say you can't say that or they say this. And if they if like when J.P. Morgan, when she took her top off, they blanked the screen out and said, oops, <laughs> to the to the little gong show emblem, which was funny. But you absolutely can't do any of that now because there's too many people that are uptight. And maybe it's better that it's in the past because now we can actually say the good old days, you know, and something like that. So. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take our first break. We've had a lot to think about. So, hey, guys, we've got a really fun show. When we come back from first break, I'm going to play a quick game with you. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. I've got a surprise for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. She's Bill Sweet. She got everything. What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new to catch a predator. Hi, this is Bob Keen, everybody's pal, owner of Keen Vision Photography. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. You're helping him meet the terms of his parole, which might considerably shorten his sentence or not. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. I'm going to play a game with you guys. We've got a ton of listeners on, so we're going to play something. Now, this is like the new hot game that I love to play. Let's play a little I Remember That Show. Broadcast for you with special news bulletin direct by the satellite from our on the spot passport. 
This is I Remember That Show, where I play you a theme from a show from either the 50s, 60s, or 70s, or 80s, or 90s, and you have to actually guess the show. First person to chime in. That's right, Bonanza. Name three of the eight Cartwrights by character name. It was Bonanza, and Kim got it right. Yeah, so I'll give you this. Can you name all the Cartwrights? Oh, my God. Little Joe, Big Hoss, and Ben Cartwright. Damn, damn, and damn. What? Little Joe. Yes, that everybody knows the Little Joe. My dad loved Bonanza. Oh, my God, he loved Bonanza. What is it? Best Christmas? Really? Bonanza has a Christmas? Really? Christmas on the Ponderosa? Do you know that song has words? And I'll sing the song. We chased a little luck till we finally found Bonanza. With a gun and a rope and a full full of hope, a plant a family tree. We got a pole pot of gold, Bonanza. With a horse and a saddle and a range full of cattle and how rich can no fellow be? On this land we put a brand, Cartwright is our name. Fortune smile, today we filed a Bonanza, Fernando's claim. Here in the West we're living the best. <laughs> it's a real song. Somebody went to the somebody went to the trouble of writing the words to Bonanza. <laughs> Oh, I miss the 70s. I do. I was like, you know, I was a kid, but God, it was so much fun. Here's a great show that was in the 70s. My dad loved this one, too. I'm an idiot. So funky. It's, yeah, Kim Santo is burying everybody. Here we go. Starring Jack Lord. I'm doing my I'm doing my chair dance. All right, let's just stop that. Here we go, because uh, Kim got that right. Let's give her this. Looking good. There we go. She got that one right. They have lyrics. They have lyrics for this song, too. See if I can sing them. Here we go. Do, 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 <laughs> No way. Do, 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 do. 
Those are just the words. Oh no! Oh, somebody, somebody was a dick move. <laughs> somebody, somebody put a YouTube video with the lyrics, and it just says do 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 do. <laughs> I did all this research for the show, and then I pull up, I pull that up. Are you kidding me? Let me see if I can stump you on one, guys. Let's see. And we got to stop Kim, to be honest with you. Oh, here we go. She's not going to get this one. Again, from the 70s. Don't go to bed with no price on your head. No, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time, yeah. Don't do it. And keep your eye on the sparrow. When the going gets narrow. This is Sammy Davis Jr. singing that. Yes, it is. Johnny got it right with Beretta. Don't do it. You got it, dude. Beretta. <laughs> Robert Blake. That's a tough one. I'm glad I stumped it while we had to stop Kim. Boom. <laughs> boo booyah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take another break because I need my wine refilled. And I hope I have enough time. And when we come back, we're going to play another game. That was fun. And what my sister, my sister put Sanford and Son. Unbelievable. You know, unbelievable. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I want to be an idiot. I hate being smart. You know, it's better. Ignorance. Ignorance is truly bliss. <laughs> it is. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take our next break. And we come back. We're going to play a third game with you guys. And I'll tell you about some more stuff coming up. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. This episode of Real Celebrity Rumors. The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was canceled six years later due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book, Yabba Dabba Do's and Do Nots, My Life as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors, the Powerpuff Girls, Sugar, Spice, and Not Everything Nice. Hi, this is Kenny Ramey, and you can hear me on Radio Irregardless with Mark Scully. I, I'm bad with last names. How do I pronounce your last name again? Galia? Galia. Got it. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and I just had enough time to go down, get another half a glass of wine. I, I started with a half a glass of wine, and I got another half a glass of wine, so it's a full glass of wine. <laughs> with my three-buck chuck. Loving my three-buck chuck. Robert Blake and Charles Manson. What? 
You know some Robert Blake just supposedly killed his wife and he got away with it, you know. Not OJ got away with it, but he actually was the bad guy in money trade. I don't know what started that up. <laughs> that was just bizarre. Just let's just check in that weird reference, which is fine. Johnny. Johnny, my friend. Johnny. We gotta get you as a guest on the show. That'll be fun. Robert Blake was a little rascal. We're really going around the horn on this one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have a sip of wine. <laughs> Here we go. Cheers, everybody. Ooh. Mm. Ah. Three buck Chuck Shiraz. You know what I'm going to play? <laughs> because we just started playing this game last week, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> We're going to play a little bit of Happy Organ. Here's what I got. Now, the Happy Organ is a game where I play an organ solo, and you have to guess the song. How about this one? That is from an organ, <laughs> and that's the actual song. She got it right. <laughs> she got it correct it is strawberry fields yes johnny's actually not as fast my sister for some reason she probably lives on her ipad which is super duper slow i'm not even trying anymore <laughs> oh my goodness all right let's try this one And I will have it spelled correctly. First person who can spell it correctly. Oi, como va? That's come va. That's come va. That's not correct. That's. Oi, como va? Bye? Bye? I'm not asking about your sexual preference. I'm just, she's a monster. Kim Santo is a monster. <laughs> Big bottom by Spinal Tap. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. That's by Santana. <laughs> yes, you got it correct. Oh, by the way, I meant to play this because Chuck Barris, when he would do something, he would stop and then he would clap. Oh, did I not? Oh. I never edited it. Hold on. And once I do this, I'll go into the segue, and then I'll talk about it. And My wife left. She's got to study. The reason my wife has got to study, she's doing something very special, and I still don't know if I can talk about it. I'm going to have to ask her. And she's supposed to come up here soon. Hopefully, she'll come up. Boo. Nope. There you go. Erase that. There we go. And now we do this. There we go. He'd go, we'll be right back with some more stuff. And he would clap. And as he would go, to he, the, the audience would anticipate him clapping. And then he would clap. 
And we'll be right back with more stuff. So that's the stupid segue. I don't know why I stopped doing it. Because it was happy and you know it. It was a double clap at the end of that song. That's what it is. So Kim has got two. What's this? Accidentally invented the clap. <laughs> the funny thing was, if you watch the clips, when he would, it was almost like there was a thing in wrestling where Steve Austin, and they still still do it, Steve Austin would say, what? At the end of a sentence. Or he'd make the crowd say, what? It was this really interactive thing. And he goes, I don't give a damn about what you say. And they go, what? He goes, he goes, I don't care if I have two beers. What? Three beers. What? Four beers. What? Five And the crowd would just be crazy. So, But Chuck Berry was doing that with his clapping thing. And they would anticipate it. It was brilliant. I just, I God, I missed that show. I wish we could do something like it. Anyway, there was the Omocomo, Omocomova. Let's see. I'm going to pick one that you won't get. I'm going to get one that is going to be super difficult. It's going to be this one. Here we go. Any guesses? Kim ain't going to get that one. <laughs> I know it does sound like church, but it's not. It's a real song. The opening credits of David Goliath. No, that's that's actually from a, a church song. This is the actual song. <laughs> Play me. Come on. Video is like 600,000 hits. It's not yes, but close. It is a book of the Bible. She's a lady. She's got time. Brush back your hair. Nope, not King Crimson. And let me get to know your face. <laughs> it is Genesis. It is Genesis. The Peter Gabriel Genesis. She is a lady. She is mine. It's a tricky one. It's a really, really obscure song. Oh, Jason and Josh just joined us. Thank you, guys. It's the music box, actually. It's a tricky one. It's super tricky. It's because it's only just this. I'm not 
What? Touch me. No, you freak. <laughs> and you know something? Since a bunch of people just joined in, let's play. Let's go for the bonus round. So that was a tricky one. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, let's see. I don't know everything. I'm just fast. <laughs> just ask any guy. Oh, hey, now. <laughs> You're listening through an iPhone. And with the, <laughs> Josh, we're playing Happy Organ. I'm playing an organ solo or an organ part of a song, and you have to guess the song. How about this one? This one's tricky. Yeah! It is the doors, but it's not porn. <laughs> but you gotta guess the song. It is the doors, but you gotta guess the song. Yeah, come on, every Doors song. <laughs> when the music's over, are you kidding me, Johnny? Ah, oh, I love the Doors, man. I want to get so high and just listen to the Doors. Yeah, just even if you're not high, it sounds like you're. It feels like you're high. Yeah. I'm going to take my top off and run through the studio. I feel like taking off my clothes. <laughs> Let's get high. World's gone crazy. Telling jokes all weekend long. <laughs> I love this man And I want to swear But I'm still in Lent When the music's over mm. When the music's over yeah. When the music's over Turn up the lights Turn up the this was from the Hollywood Bowl, July 5th, 1968, a month before I was born. Just brilliant. Just brilliant, man. And it's like I have The Doors' greatest hits and I have Jimi Hendrix's greatest hits. Just amazing to listen to. Just so good. All right. So let's see. Who got that one? I think, let's see, if I look through the scrolling. Johnny, you got it right. So let's see. I will play you this. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. I'm going to give you a really tough one. I'm going to give it to you on this one. It is Booker T and the MGs. What is the song? It's come on. What is it? That's that's classic, though. I love that song. Let's see. Green 
Onions is correct by Booker G and the MG. Booker T and the MGs. Yeah. This is just getting high, angry, just whiskey, feeling good. And I can't swear. I'm, I've been so good. I haven't swore my acting on this show. My God. But, I, but this is like swearing music. Here we go. Yeah. I wish I could play. You know what song this is? $74 for a camera. $110 lingerie. Taping your girlfriend without her permission? Priceless. You know something? We got to take our third and final break because it's getting late. You're listening to Radio Irregardless, guys, and we'll be back right after this break. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. You're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And yes, Kim, you said bring back Karen. What's the big thing she's working on? Well, I just ran, because she's now in the bedroom and I'm in the upstairs office, so I ran in the bedroom. I said, can I tell anybody what's going on? She goes, yes, you can. Salem Food Tours is going to be filming a segment with Chronicle tomorrow and it's going to be featured on an upcoming date. She doesn't have the date, but that's the big news. That finally, after five years of her wanting to be on Chronicle, which is on ABC, it's going to be an amazing thing for her. And the whole thing was, I go, am I supposed to be there? I don't know if I'm going to be on. And I'm I'm not going to be on the tour. She said a, a specialized tour. She's got the interviewer. She's got the camera crew going to follow around. She's finally made it to Chronicle, which is fantastic. And I know it's going to be just super huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> yes, congratulations. I will tell her that you all said congratulations. It's really, it's a big thing. It's a super huge thing. So, so I was going to keep score with the games and stuff like that, but we're just having a good time. So that's it. So, yes, uh, let's say she needs to tell us when it, yes. It, the thing is, we just did a Salem Spirits trolley. That they filmed for Fox in Connecticut, Fox Forty One, I think, in Connecticut, and it uh, it we don't know when that's going to air, but I was actually in that as well. I was featured for that, and we went to all the stops and 
Of course, we were drinking the uh, Far From the Tree Cider and the Deacon Giles Rum and Gin, and then we went to Notch Brewery. We had the beer there. It's really going well, and her business is just keeping up. And, and, you know, it's the spring, so things are getting better. And I know my April was thin, but my March is, like, killing it. I'm really killing it. I got booked. So I had nothing this weekend, and then I filled it up. So April's filled up. And speaking of April, I want to uh, push this as well. It's not actually part of the thing. I can, I'm going to talk about it again next week. But uh, on April 5th, uh, we're doing a benefit at Giggles, Giggles Comedy Club, which is at Prince in Saugus. For my niece, who is trying to raise money to go to the Miss Massachusetts, she does a lot of pageants, and she's been doing this for a long time, and she's really good and really talented, and I'm not saying that because she's my niece, I'm saying it because she is, and we're going to do a fundraiser, so hopefully she can she can grab enough money to go to Florida and continue her pageantry, and it's going to be a really good show, and I don't know how much uh, my sister probably type in how much tickets are, but the tickets are for Wednesday, April 5th. And I'm doing a quick spot there, and then I got to go up to, because I'm working that night, so I can't even stay for the whole night. But I think Paul Gilligan's on the show, Dave Russo's on the show, and I think, um, I don't know the third comic. I I did know. Maybe I didn't. Anyway, uh, let's say I'm totally doing these tours during the summer. I always say it, but I'm effing doing it. This Yeah, you got it, Kim. Yeah, you can do the, the sound food tours because she runs them all the time. And they're fantastic. And it's like three and a half hours of exploring Salem through the food culture. And there's a bunch of shops and restaurants you go to. And it's super fun. And then every uh, once a month, we're doing on a Sundays where we're doing the Salem Spirits Trolley, where I'm the host of that. And we stop at Deacon Giles Distillery. We stop at Far From the Tree. And we stop at Notch Brewery. And we, you drink. <laughs> It's and it's not like one of these pub crawls kind of thing. It's it's very different and it's like the coolest places. They're the coolest places and I can't drink on the tours, which sucks. When we did the TV thing I drank. <laughs> but I was like I can't drink on the regular tours. On the last stop I can drink, which is fine because Notch Brewery I like their beer. But I really dig the site. Like I buy my fill up my um my growler at Far From the Tree. And then we go to Deacon Giles, and all I got to do is sip. I sip their spicy rum. And Kim, you're from this. I mean, you're around here. I don't know why you're not. I know you're in Boston, blah, 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 but you're here. Went to Pamplemousse and got your wine. I don't understand. So those are the big things. That's why I couldn't really say it, because I had to ask her if I can say it, because a lot of these things you can't blurt them out before they happen, because everybody's in secrecy. But that's the big thing. She's going to be on Chronicle. And we're filming. So I fly in and out on my broom. <laughs> so that's what we got. So I think I would have to deem Kim the winner of all the games tonight. I hate to deem her the win because she's got like a T1 connection. She, uh, Kim, are you listening through your phone? Because I think everybody is listening through their phone. And with their, it's it's hashtag winning. <laughs> well, you know something? Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> You win. You win. There you go. What's this? A hashtag tiger blood. <laughs> no, he's got a hardwired internet. Yeah, that's the way to go. 
Wi-Fi is all right. We got Josh. Good seeing you again, Josh. Josh's been a guest on the show. We, I think Johnny, we got to get Johnny as a guest on the show because I think he's the only one who's listening who's not been a guest. My brother's been a guest. Uh, oh, and my sister. My sister hasn't been a guest. We got to get her. Kim's been a guest. Josh been a guest. Jason's been a guest. And Jason's like traveling all the time. It's a T1. Yeah, it's a T1. I don't think they say T1 anymore. T1 was where they had dial-up connections. See, T1 would be what we currently have. Uh, if I can change, if I can change servers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I listen. I broadcast on my phone. Oh, I meant to tell you this. I got a, um, you're going to love this. I got, I got, I've set up my Windows tablet so that I can use it on the road. I bought a secondary rock band usb microphone and a 14 dollar usb hub from best buy and now through the miracles of technical communication i can now broadcast live from my tablet using a usb microphone which i'm so psyched about so and i think i got a, i got a couple remotes coming up so i'm going to use those yes can we all change servers yo adrian <laughs> if you could change I can change. We can all change. <laughs> From Rocky Four, by the way. Do I? I don't have an AOL startup disk. <laughs> Here's my impression of AOL. All right, I gotta wrap the show, guys. But I will take you out on this. As we outro, I got a special gong show thing. And again, I'm going to try to, you know, walk in the footsteps of the people who came for. And guys, do that. Do something different. Do something that was done that says they can't do it anymore. Do something different. Have a little fun doing it. Be careful. Just have fun, man. Not the band, the alternate to AOL. <laughs> prodigy. Yes, Prodigy. Yes, and Netscape. <laughs> so i'm gonna tell you where i'm gonna be this weekend tomorrow night i got a uh through you know I, I wasn't working now i am i'm doing a fundraiser at the liberal club down in fall river massachusetts and I'm, it's a big fundraiser for uh for i don't even know what it's for i know it's fundraiser i should i should know these things but it's uh it's laugh for funds it's a uh, uh, mike murray which i'm trying to get a guest on the show but the problem with mike murray he's actually deaf and having a deaf comic on a radio show is not a cool thing but it's his company he's doing a lot of fundraisers so i'll be working for him this whole weekend um like i said friday night i'll be working at the liberal liberal club in fall river <laughs> let's try that again i've been drinking the liberal club in fall river mass and then saturday night i'll be at bar 88 in taunton mass what is this <laughs> you have the hand crank going on the computer copy serve <laughs> that's funny you guys are crazy and then of course sunday i'll be at the open mic show in tewksbury doing some uh doing some new material trying to work all that out so Trying to stay busy, guys. Do you know what it is? So, as always, if you want to be a guest, a sponsor, leave a question or comment, email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Always call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Next week, last day of March, see what happens. Hey, guys, have a great week. I'll miss you.
This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello.